everybody. Welcome to Rachel's Reviews. And I'm really excited today. We are here talking musical theater because that's one of my favorite things. And uh, we, uh, we've about every six months, we've uh, been doing these updates. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And I film and theater critic Rachel Wagner and Jax is here. Yay, Rachel, I love talking about theater with you. So yeah. thanks for having me back. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. So since we last talked was in July, and I have seen exactly to the number 50 shows since we talked in July. <laughs> Rachel, and you see so many movies too. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. And that includes a New York trip. Uh, and the New York trip, I was there for the New York Film Festival. So I only saw three shows. You only saw I know, three only three guys. shows. <laughs> but my other trip in March, I saw six. So, but I, I think it's kind of nice sometimes to also spread it out a little bit and not sometimes you, it makes it feel a little more special sometimes, yeah. but yeah. it's been kind of a crazy season on Broadway. I had something like the K-pop musical came and went in 11, only 11 shows. That makes me so sad. Yeah. yeah. That always yeah. shocks me when something is in and out that quickly. Yeah, you would think that they'd want to give it just a little bit of room to like breathe and and kind of get a following. And I mean, they must have just been that bad, the sales. Yeah. Do you know anybody who saw it? No, I don't actually. I guess that's telling. Yeah, that is telling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this last trip, I saw um, Chicago for the first time, which was fun. It's such a fun musical. Yeah. And you can see why that has lasted so long because it's very simple. There's hardly any sets. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, uh, it's just, it's not like Beetlejuice, which is so expensive. You can just, you can feel the money in every scene in Chicago. You there's really, it's just a like stand for the, uh, for the musicians and, uh, that's it. And I think with Chicago, they are iconic characters. So, so many actors can cycle through and play them that it's not so much a star vehicle that like, it's a show that was built around someone. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah, that's true. And it just, it, when you watch it, you're like, oh, okay, this is why it's just a very cheap show to, to do. You can tell, but also just has sort of lasting appeal and catchy songs. Yes, for sure. Do you- would you have a favorite song out of Chicago? Oh yeah. I love cell block tango. <laughs> oh yeah. That's fun. How about you? I think Mr. Cellophane is the best song. It's, it's a such great. a good song. And I actually, speaking of favorite songs, I created a playlist and Spotify of my favorite song from every musical that has a cast recording uh, that I saw in 2022. So I'll put a link down to that on Spotify. That. Yeah, it was fun. It's fun to pick the favorite, the favorite song from every show. And obviously there were some shows like Almost Famous, which I saw on Broadway that doesn't have a cast recording yet. So that's not included, but, um, but for everyone that did and uh, yeah, it's interesting about Almost Famous because it's also gone and I, uh, or leaving <laughs> and that doesn't really surprise me that much when I watched it. I enjoyed it just because I enjoy musical theater. It's pretty hard for me to not enjoy a show. Um, but 
it did feel surprisingly bland. Um, they had uh, a lot of the show. It's not all cover songs like you think it's going to be. And it oh. takes a while for the cover songs to start. And those are probably the best part uh, just because they're like good songs. Um, and uh, there's, what is it? There's an Elton John song and I can't think of it. Um, that's the first kind of cover that you really hear. Um, but none of the songs stood out to me. Like I can't, I can't even remember the cover songs. I, there was just nothing that felt that memorable to it. And it is like slightly awkward. I mean, it was based on Cameron Crowe's life, but you've got this like teenager that's, uh, hanging out with this band and there's like sexual situations and other things like that. And he's like lying about his age. But nevertheless, like, it's a little awkward, I think, uh, of a show. Uh, and so I'm not hugely surprised that it didn't last long. Yeah, it's always interesting, too, when something gets turned into a musical like that. Like, I feel like um, Once was one of those that, like, actually, I was obsessed with the movie. And then the musical was able to take a lot of the great things about the movie and have the same feel, but also make it its own spectacular theatrical. Yeah. It was very different from the movie as well. It's true. Yeah. I mean, and I, I, almost every, it's kind of sad because almost every musical these days is based on a movie. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's such a big risk that I can understand why they want that kind of uh, IP recognition. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, I did see Beetlejuice as well. And uh, I was very impressed by it. I Have you seen it? Have you gotten to see Beetlejuice? No. Is Alex Brightman still Beetlejuice? As far as I know, he. I, I just read that I guess he's out for a little bit um, because he heard his voice or something. And wow. it's amazing that he was able to play that part for as long as he did because that it just feels like a stretch of a voice to do that the the way it's so shouty and so gravelly yeah. uh the um uh that it it feels like i don't know and i i felt like it was one of the most impressive production designs i've ever seen real like totally yeah effective. yeah the sets unbelievable unbelievable every single one i mean like i said you could just feel the money uh, mm-hmm. in this, uh, they, it was very expensive. And I think it also, cause it's at the Marriott mm-hmm. now theater at the, in the Marriott hotel, it felt very Vegasy. And I wouldn't be surprised if they have a run of it in Vegas. And I think it being in the hotel made it feel even more Vegasy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, one thing was that was, Vegas. yeah. One thing that was very annoying though, when I was uh, watching Beetlejuice is that there were two teenage girls near me that were singing along to every song and it's just that's just annoying <laughs> like i appreciate that you love the show but some of us haven't seen it before and we want to hear the professionals saying not you yeah theater etiquette i just saw into the woods a couple of days ago and there was a family next to me that two of the family members were on their phone for a lot of the time and the usher had to come over and tell them to stop i was like what are you, what are you doing you guys yeah so how was, aside from that, I was into the woods. Amazing. My, my yeah. friend is a standby for into the woods and she was going on as 
Jack's mom. So I got to see her do it. She had done The Witch a few days before, but I couldn't get to theater in time. But yeah, Into the Woods is incredible. It's everything you love about Into the Woods, but it actually feels fresher and funnier without Mm -hmm. trying to like reinvent the wheel. Cool. Yeah. It's, it is exciting when you get to, I think sometimes when you get the understudies and the swings, I I saw Moulin Rouge, the touring company uh, in Utah, and I didn't know until after that the Celine was the understudy. Really? Uh, oh, I love that show. Yeah, because I, I was a little late getting in, so I guess I missed the announcement or whatever. Um, and uh, and so that was pretty pretty cool. I I would say I mean I enjoyed the show. I, I just love musical theater, and it was good. I I, I kind of wish they had maybe taken a, like a little bit more of a risk. It felt very safe. Yeah. To me, um, which is probably what you have to do to get a long running show these days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but it was, it was still really good and fun spectacle uh, yes. to hear those, all the cover songs. And I can only imagine with Aaron Tevitt, uh, yeah. doing it. And I guess he's coming back. Did you hear that? Oh, I did not know that. I yeah. Yeah. To do it, who I, I love Derek Lena. He's so great. Yeah. I, I, I just read that. I forget when it is that he's coming back, but that he was coming back. Um, one cool thing that I experienced this year was uh, because I've been writing for Utah Theater Bloggers Association at uh, BYU, my alma mater, they were doing these staged readings, which I had never been to a staged reading before. And so that was a new experience. And the first one I didn't love, it was called, um, it was a play, uh, what was it called? Clean, it's cleaners or cleaning lady or something like that. Um, where is it? Um, clean house clean house it was called as a play and oh. I just didn't think it was that funny or insightful as it seemed to think Sarah it was what's that is, is that the one that Sarah Rule wrote yes yeah I I used to really like her stuff um she kind of I don't know what she's doing right now actually because she was really the hot thing about like maybe like eight to ten years ago and yeah she's doing I, I really liked her plays but I had never seen any of them. I just read them and wanted to do them. It just felt kind of sitcom-y to me. It didn't feel like authentic. I don't know. I just didn't love it. But like the experience was cool going to the stage reading. And then the next day they did Shakespeare in Love, which obviously is based on the the movie. The, the play came after the movie. And I was so impressed with this one. I, I thought it was going to be hard because they had a huge cast there was lots of characters and I thought, am I going to be able to keep this straight? Cause they're all just, you know, wearing black and all like, uh, um, but they did and they did a great job. And I was just shocked because uh, BYU is a very traditional school. And the fact that they were taking on this R-rated material really surprised me. Yeah. Uh, so good for them for, for doing that. And uh, we had a really great discussion after the reading with the director talking about the themes of the movie uh, of the um, stage reading and uh, so that was just a great experience and I definitely would go to more stage readings in the future because I thought it was really fun I used to love um being in stage readings I haven't been in one in a long time but they're so fun because you get to like dip your toe into the material but you it's not like a fully realized production but I think it's a really great way to explore a lot of different material yeah it was really fun 
Are you a fan of Rachel's reviews? Do you look forward to family movie night, female film critics panels, or the Talking Disney podcast? If so, please consider supporting the podcast by becoming a patron. As a patron, you get to access monthly events such as the watch alongs and Q and A's where you get to talk to stars and find out the behind the scenes of the movie making industry. And you can pick what I review for family movie night or even become a guest on the podcast. Podcasts and YouTube channels are expensive and I really, really could use your help. I would so appreciate it. You also get to be a member of the Facebook group where we talk about all the films that we're seeing and we have so much fun. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies and select one of the Rachel's fan tiers. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Another fun thing that I did is there is a movie, a movie, I can't talk. There is a musical that had its Broadway tryout here in Salt Lake. Uh, called shocked that is getting that is going to broadway next year um um, so it's about this uh this small town that is just known for making corn and all of a sudden the corn it's basically like your magnificent seven type story so the corn stops growing and so they need to figure out a solution and so uh she, she she goes this uh girl goes to the city to try to find somebody who can fix the corn and uh she uh she ends up meeting this dentist who uh is advertising of or podiatrist podiatrist that he fixes corns on like feet right oh my Um, god yeah and so she thinks that he uh she sees and so she brings him back to the small town and um at first you know he's a swindler and but then he uh grows more attached and so like the story you know we've seen a lot of times but the songs were fun and it had so many puns it was very silly script yeah so I, i it's interesting because uh i i'm very curious to see how it will do on broadway because i feel like it's been a long time that there's been a new Broadway show that is as simple as this show is. There's no like big set pieces. There's no, like it's, uh, there's one song that that's in uh, about being in Tampa. These things in Tampa that I guess has a little bit, but for the most part, it's a very simple show. And I just yeah. feel like it's been a long time since there's been something new debuted on Broadway that is really just about the songs and the jokes um so i'm very curious to see how it'll do i could see it really bombing bad (laughs) if if people don't kind of it's just so hard with humor you don't know if people will think it's funny people will think it's uh it's too tired you just you don't know um but i could also see it being like a critical darling kind of like um yes uh spelling bee or something like that yes yes yeah and i you know i was just trying i was kind of going over the last few years like thinking about all the big musicals that were new uh that not based on a movie um there's not that many no not that many and uh mm-hmm. um i mean i guess something like um strange loop yes uh, but that even struggled this is not as r-rated as strange loop so which i guess is closing now yeah, I'm trying to go this week via the lottery, but yeah, because it's closing on the 15th. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it'll be interesting to see what uh, 
but I think you'd like it. It's it was very funny. Like very I find funny. I laughed a lot. Um, so uh what else did I see? I saw Singing in the Rain. This total this year, I saw it five times. My gosh, I, I love it. <laughs> I love that show. I the yeah. dancing and this. I wish we we probably won't have time because of Sundance, but I wish we had time we could see a show at this Hale Theater here. Um, yeah. they just are incredible and they have, and it's, the, I think this, uh, singing in the rain was the best show they've ever done. I absolutely right. just loved it. Yeah. I mean, their tickets are expensive. So the fact I went three times just at hail is saying something. <laughs> they, uh, singing in the rain is just such a fun show. Yeah. I loved it so much. And the rain effects so fun. I saw it at two other theaters, uh, aside from Hale, uh, and they all did an incredible job, uh, reviewed it for Utah theater bloggers. And, uh, and that was really fun. Um, I also saw some classics. I saw the music man. I saw guys and dolls and, um, sound of music. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Those are, those are all really fun shows. I love guys and dolls like yeah. I just think it's such a fun sit down you're rocking the boat it's so fun like so many of the songs it has that- so like, many bops so many bops <laughs> yeah and Adelaide that uh uh Adelaide's mint never fails to get me it's hilarious I love that was my senior show in, in college and I got laryngitis the weekend oh, no. but it kind of worked because yeah. I- <laughs> so I was like please sing can develop oh <laughs> Yeah, Bye. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> infecting the upper respiratory tract. <laughs> In other words, <laughs> it's so good. Um, I got introduced to this theater called the Parker Theater, and uh, it's so cool. Again, I wish we had time when you came out. Um, but uh, it's it's such a cool theater. They uh, renovated it and and like just before the pandemic. And it has this like cool art deco style and they have a soda fountain next door. So you can go get your, uh, cream sodas and your, you know, brownies and things like that, uh, for the show. And it's just, it's got such a cool look about it. And they did, they do an incredible job and they did Hamlet last summer and it was so good. And then there I did my, uh, twice a year, I do the best of Utah theater and, uh, and in this most recent one, their version of Christmas Carol, uh, it won my best play award for this. It was absolutely outstanding. I saw it twice. I mean, and for me, cause I saw, I saw Christmas Carol four times this season. I've reviewed it three times for Utah theater bloggers. And so for me to go back again and see it again, says something because yeah, it was so good. You would have been so impressed. They, the script was excellent. And it's so hard to bring some new, fresh energy to something like that. That's been done so many times. Uh, but they, they really focused on the themes of ignorance and want. And, mm-hmm. uh, and you had Jacob Marley as like an actual character in the script, uh, oh, which was really interesting and not just the ghost of Jacob Marley, but the character and, uh, and the uh, visual effects that these, the lighting, the production design was so cool. Like the, the, um, 
the graveyard scene, they have the lighting coming down and it looks like it made it look like it was raining. It was so cool. And then this, with the sound design and everything. And then whenever you see uh, the, the ghosts, they had this cool lighting effect that, uh, especially for past, of course, and it was, and then they had um, both past and future were on wires. And so they could fly like through the, the thing. And that was really cool. It was so well done. My gosh. I love I, Christmas Carol. I love. Yeah. You would love this theater. It is so nice. How did you discover it? I had, uh, it was actually, we had uh, a little training meeting for each of our theater bloggers. Uh, and then we, as a group all went and saw Hamlet together. Nice. So it was actually three Utah theater bloggers that I found out about it. And it's just a, a, a real find, a real find. Um, and then let's see what else. Um, it was interesting. They did a, it was not necessarily a Broadway tryout, but, uh, is like a workshopping, I guess, run at Hale theater, uh, for the unsinkable Molly Brown. And okay. It's kind of interesting because Lynn manuels father, I believe, is kind of behind or working with them to try to get this Broadway ready. That would They're be saying, fun. yeah, and uh, it's it's fun enough show. It was not my favorite. Uh, I have not seen the original movie with Debbie Reynolds, or which I think she won an Oscar for, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. But um, I haven't seen that. Uh, but again, it's one of those shows that didn't really have like a song that really stood out to me or something that I was expecting. It was disappointing because the Hale theater, they have this giant tank, uh, water tank. And so I was expecting for like, at least the Titanic scenes for them to use the tank yeah. and they didn't really. So that was disappointing. I don't know why they didn't. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, they're doing a uh, little mermaid now. And that's kind of the only reason I want to see it is because I'm curious how they use the tank. Um, because I, I don't love the Broadway version of little mermaid. I don't think it's very well done, but yeah, I'd be curious. <laughs> I mean, those, those Disney ones are very hit and miss for me. I love Beauty and the beast. I love Lion King. And, uh, but some of the others, I'm not a big fan of the Mary Poppins um i don't love that uh adaptation um have you seen it Mary no Poppins? i've seen lion king and aladdin um and they were yeah fun. i like aladdin amazing aladdin's fun too they were lucky with aladdin because they had unused songs yeah so they could bring in proud of uh, proud of your boy and other things like that whereas uh they had to write new songs for uh some of the others and they just make the stupid decision to have uh ursula be um triton's sister which is just stupid does not make sense no it's stupid uh i didn't like that <laughs> um one cool thing because i think last time we talked i mentioned that i didn't love matilda yeah um and i still think that it's it's too long it's bloated and i don't think that the fantasy sequences work uh, very well i would cut all of those out with the escapologist and the trapeze um artist uh but i saw it at this uh, it was called pace and community theater i was blown away the the production design the amount of kids that they got the cast everything all of the performers were excellent i mean i i just literally can't imagine it being done better even though it was just this like little community theater uh, it was so well done 
that it kind of won me over to the show, even though I think it has problems. Matilda, if you have some really delightful kids, like it, and for kids, sometimes it doesn't matter whether they're professionals or whatever the case is, like kids are just so talented. Like the ones that are talented are so good. Yeah. These kids were absolutely outstanding. And uh, the parents were so funny. And uh, so if you're going to watch the um, movie on Netflix. Oh yeah. 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 Well, so the movie, it, I think it's, it's solid. It's entertaining. It's a good movie. Um, But it, they do cut out a lot of the show, which it's a bloated show. So I understand that, but I wish they had cut out the escapologist parts. Cause I think that's the weakest parts. And they kept that in and they cut out, they cut out tons of the stuff with the parents and they cut out her brother, which I don't really understand why they did that. Um, and, uh, so they don't have loud, they don't have telly, um, the songs that are sung by the parents, they don't have either of those songs. And, uh, and so I think that that's a shame because that brings a lot of like comic relief or is it almost becomes this like prison movie, uh, without some of that comic relief. Like, ah. Yeah. And I just, I wish they cut out the escapologist parts because I didn't like that, but it's still a fun movie. Yeah. It's, it's fun. And Emma Thompson's great as Trunchbull. Still really like funny. <laughs> um, one that I saw that was the touring company. Um, well, I saw Lion King, which was amazing. The touring company. That's always incredible. I had terrible seats, but it was still fun. Um, and then I saw the To Kill Mockingbird. Aaron Sorkin and I had very mixed feelings about it I mean it's tough because I love it's like my favorite one of my favorite books and I love the movie uh and so to have this new version where they really turned uh Atticus into kind of a country bumpkin which I didn't really love and they tone way down on sort of his heroic moments and i think they were trying to kind of make him like not a white savior type character but in the which i can understand but in the end i thought they really kind of they weakened his character so that it just felt kind of bland to me as opposed to feeling heroic it's like they almost went too far the other way in 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 making him not like not a hero at all um and so I left with very mixed feelings I think Richard Thomas was very good in the role uh and it was very well made and the way they did the production was really smart the set because uh they they had it going smaller in so that it felt like a whole house even though it was just sort of your background if that makes sense um and they were able to have a an older actor playing scout because of the way they set it up to made it made her look shorter oh that's kind of cool yeah it was cool uh and they had uh not on when i was going to it uh she was out i think for covid but they they had the um the woman who played scout in the movie played the old crouchy neighbor in this production which is kind of fun I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I had mixed feelings about that. I went and saw uh, the Adams family. Uh, it's Sierra Shell, which is an amazing theater. And uh, they did such a great job. This was 
I only ended up seeing one production because I was traveling a lot in October, but there were like five theater companies doing the Adams Family here. Oh, I guess they're like, oh, it's Halloween. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that that show, because it kind of bombed, has had this afterlife of uh, in regional community theaters, like been very, very, one of the most requested MTI shows, evidently. That's interesting. I saw it on Broadway and I thought it was cute. Like, I was like, oh yeah. 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 And I, so I guess they've changed it around. They made it. So it works for, for theater and they, they did such a great job and I thought it was really funny. So that was fun. I also saw, I, there's a new, the- well, not, it was new to me theater called the Empress, which is in this little town called magnets, like an hour away from me, but I went and saw it. They did a chorus line and I was blown away. It's a really cool theater. It's like theater in the round. Um, so you were kind of looking down on the actors and it was perfect for the show because, you know, it's all the audition, you know, process or whatever. Uh, and I had never seen a chorus line. So it was, it, that was one of my sort of Broadway bucket list, you know, check it off. And, uh, and I gave uh, in my awards, I gave uh, the best actor to uh, Darren Burnett, who played Paul. And it, I, I don't know if you know, Paul has this monologue. It's very famous, famous in, in a chorus line where he talks about coming out to his family. It's yeah. really good. And he did a great job. I love that musical. Um, there's so much, I mean, I'm not a dancer, but I like the whole, like, God, I hope I get it. I hope mm-hmm. I get it. The whole thing of being someone who like as an actor, always putting yourself out there and facing rejection. I just think it's a really fun. And what I did for love is one of my favorite songs of all time. Mm, yeah. It's so good. So good. Of course one. So that was, oh. that was really incredible. I mean, I liked it so much. I bought season tickets to the Empress in oh. worth driving over 45 minutes because it was so good. I was very impressed. Um, and I just like that they're doing something, they were doing something different. Mm-hmm. not the same shows that you see over and over. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies March store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Walmart Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Bright Star, there's great theater here called Centerpoint uh, in Bountiful. It was, it's so good. And, uh, and they do, I think, uh, professional worthy shows, even though they're amateur technically. Um, and I just absolutely love Bright Star. I think it is, it's such a great show. It's one, my favorite, uh, favorite musical, uh, favorite musical drama two years in a row different show different companies doing it because I just love that show I love the songs I love the story it's got everything it's emotional but it's also funny uh at times and uh it's it's just I think a great story and a great show yeah it has so much heart oh so good um and uh, so that one won and then let's see here 
Oh, I saw Little Shop of Horrors uh, at West Valley Performing Arts Center. And there's just this really great little theater that they did Into the Woods. I'm not Into the Woods. They did um, In the Heights. Uh, and it was so good. And then they did Little Shop of Horrors and it was so good. The production quality, the singing, everything was incredible. And, uh, and I had just seen it in New York. I had seen Little Shop of Horrors in New York. So it was every bit as good as the production in New York. Uh, and obviously for much less money. Uh, Uh, I saw it for the first time and I saw the New York production and I was totally blown away. So good, huh? So good. So funny. Uh, yeah, and I knew the songs, but I actually did not really know the story. Like, I know the whole, like, feed me, see more thing, but I, I didn't know the whole thing. And I was, like, screaming and so excited the whole yeah. time. Uh, so there were a bunch of, uh, a bunch of Christmas productions that I saw. I, uh, I saw, of course, Christmas Carol four times, twice at the Parker. And then I saw a, um, a really community theater that was basically in this like office building <laughs> in Bluffdale. Uh, and they didn't even have like a proper stage. It just had like lights and uh, in this office building. <laughs> so there was no like spotlight or anything like that. But like in a way that that's, there's something kind of refreshing about that, like true community theater, people yes, doing it like because we're really doing it. yeah, yeah. So that was fun. Uh, and then I saw it at uh, a place called T- the Terrace Plaza um, a theater and they did Scrooge, which is the, uh, from the 1970 uh, movie with Albert Feeney. Yeah. So that's the one where they have like, thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me. Uh, and it was a lot of fun songs. So I enjoyed that. And I saw Elf the Musical at Center Point, which I still don't love that musical, but it, it was fun. It was very well done, uh, the production. And, the, um, and so I, I enjoyed it. Uh, and then I saw a show called Nuncrackers which was actually pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's cute. Yeah, it was fun. Um, and then I saw A Christmas Story the musical twice. Uh, I saw it at Sierra and then at Pioneer Theater Company, and which is Pioneer Theater Company is a professional theater company, Equity, uh, in Utah. It's one of the only ones. And uh, they, they did, that's where I saw Shucked, was at Pioneer Theater Company. And then I saw the Christmas Christmas story. Um, they were both great, really fun, good songs. I that's I think is a good translation of a movie to a versus yeah. Pasek and Paul. And I love their songs. But one of my favorite things was the production at this little tiny theater called that was actually performed in the high school. Uh, it's called um the Regalo Theater Company in Lehigh. Uh they did they did uh shrek which was so good and i love shrek the musical uh i think it's so funny lord farquaad is his song and his character is so funny in uh in uh in shrek the musical but they did a great job with that but then they did white christmas and i think that white christmas is definitely an improvement upon the movie i mean i like the movie fine but it it's uh, you, they, they change, uh, they get rid of the minstrel number, which is awkward, um, in these days. And 
Uh, they don't have um, Judy and Phil lying to them about getting engaged. They get rid of that. So that's good. Um, but uh, I thought this production was absolutely amazing. The, I, I gave the, um, uh, the lady who played Betty, uh, I gave her the best actress um, for uh, my awards. She was so good. I, and the costumes were out of this world and the production was really great. Like they, they paid a lot of attention to detail. Like there's uh, when they sing snow on the train, they had screens at each window with, with video of movement to look like they were actually, actually, they could have just had it be static, you know, a static image that would have been fine, but they went the extra detail to have screens so it looked like the train car was moving that's just the kind of how quality this was it was so good and uh and the costumes when she sings uh lover you did me wrong uh at the club the these were incredible dresses for like and some of them were just background dresses but that the for just one small scene to put all this work into these beautiful dresses i was just so impressed uh, I, I thought it was absolutely great. Yeah. I love when you see that, like, there's been such attention to detail that yeah. has paid. Yeah. I think it's so incredible, you know, the, the work that goes into these shows and it just makes it such a, a wonderful community experience when they do. Um, but I think that's covering most of everything. Uh, I did see a pr- production of Rent and it was kind of sad because I think, I don't know if they just didn't get the auditioners that they normally get because this is a quality theater, uh, but uh, but it was not great. It, like pretty much every single singer was flat off key <laughs> for the whole show. <laughs> but I like Rent, it was fun to see it. And they did a great job with all the production and everything, but the singing was just not great. Tricky so that, for that because you got to be able to sing. Yeah, yeah, you really do. Um, but I think that covers most everything that I saw. Um, oh, I saw Joseph in the Amazing Technical Dream Coat. I love fun. that show so much. Yeah, that's a really fun one. I saw the Wild Party. That was a new one. So that oh, was interesting. There are two Wild Parties. Oh, there are. Yeah, and one is like. The Lippa, I forget which. Oh yeah, that's the one I saw. Yeah, okay, you did. The Lippa one, yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. It was different. (laughs) I saw a youth production of Les Mis, which was fun. But I felt bad because pretty much the the big difference between youth productions and other community productions is the mics are always a problem. I've never been to a single youth production that didn't have problems with the mics. And (laughs) in this one, I felt bad because every time the Javert guy started to say, every time his mic gave him problems. And I was just like, poor guy. (laughs) It's okay. Yeah. (laughs) So but yeah, it's been a great year and I'm looking forward to this next year. I, I hope I get a um the prices on tickets go down a little bit so i can get a, a new york trip in there yes but, Rachel, uh, <laughs> but i ended up going to la three times last year and i went to new york twice which is wild i think you should aim for that this year too mm-hmm. yeah so well thanks so much for coming on and doing this it's always a lot of fun 
It's nice and to have we'll, somebody to kind of bounce off of, you know. <laughs> we'll do it again in a few months when you see even more shows. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> well, if people want to follow you, how can they do that? Uh, Jacqueline C. Tweets on Twitter and Jacqueline Collier on Instagram. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. And you can find all my theater thoughts, either each at Theater Bloggers Association or at rachelsmusings.net, which is my sort of personal slash theater uh, blog that I have. So you can check that out. And uh, thanks so much, everybody. And we also have the Patreon group and merch store. Check that out. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Bye.